This is the Barbecue Central Show Archives. The Barbecue Central Show airs live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices and a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit them online at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by Big Papa Smokers, creators of fabulous rubs, online retailer of grills, accessories, apparel, and creators of their own barbecue contest. Visit them online at BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, creators of injections and rubs, sweeping the nation, doing well in competitions and in the backyard. You can visit them at ButcherBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Call 440-943-2700 and use key term Barbecue Brother when you talk to Steve. Or visit them online at StephenDeFranco.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the best pellet grills you can get on the market today. Varying sizes, not only for your capacity of cooking, but for your budget as well. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. Looking for a little bit of heat and flavor and regular old yellow mustard? El Diablo has you covered. Six different flavors to choose from currently. And you can find them at LDiabloMustard.com. And by CookingPellets.com. Have a pellet-driven cooker? Why not try out some of the best pellets on the market? And will not void any of your warranties, by the way. CookingPellets.com is the website. And by CookShack, a premier manufacturer of electric and pellet-driven cookers, giving barbecue classes located in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Always running some kind of a special deal. Check them out at CookShack.com. You use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. Oh yeah, this is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. It's a telephone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show if you would care to. You don't want to call. You don't, You get nervous around phones or being on Internet shows. I understand. Not as potentially nerve-wracking as a nationally syndicated radio show. But really, if you look at it from the whole, this bitch is global. You could be making an ass out of yourself from people in Taiwan, the Middle East, and Canada to boot. So, you know, if you want to email Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Be warned, though, there is a very good chance that if you email and it's relatively good, it will be read on the air as well. So, you know, if you don't want to be heard through the voice, you want to be heard through the written word. I'm a party to that. I'll bring it to the table. 
Everything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Here's what's happening on the show tonight. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, you know him as the Presidente and CEO of MMA Creative, creator of the World Food Championships, Mike McLeod will be joining us here on the show. Love talking with Mike. We'll be obviously hitting in large portion the World Food Championships television show that is appearing on your cable network's F. YI network, FYI network. Go ahead and, you know, find that. And then every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find the World Food Championships. So we'll get intimately familiar with exactly how the project went itself, things that might have been left on the cutting room. You know, I'm always more interested in, you know, what was left behind or how the raw production went versus what you're seeing on the show. I mean, I always want to know how what we're seeing is in relation to how the live event was going down. But hey, looking forward to that conversation. Mike McLeod in about 11 minutes from now. And then, you know, it's good to have friends in super high places, kind of TV related, just because it's the guest. But we're really not going to be talking about television. Uh, she is a premier pitmaster, both in the Americas and the Canada's Danielle Domofsky, DVQ. I have been getting recently, and I have no quantification, not a word, of why I have been getting the amount of email directed to me on this topic, but it's a branding. Branding was a real hot-button word a year, 18 months ago, kind of fallen off. But everything was all about it's the brand, the branding, got to have the branding, brand, brand, brand. So... Really, when I look at it within the industry, there's certainly a number of great brands. We talked to a, a great brander of captain of industry and Sterling Ball from Big Papa Smokers last week. Uh, somebody else who you know probably isn't on you know that scale as far as like business production rubs and stuff, but has really been a grassroots brander uh, from you know starting it out, kind of learning it on her own and taking it to where it is today. So, going to get a lot of great insight on such things as YouTube channels and using social media properly and to your advantage, perhaps more importantly, what not to do to look like a complete douche on the social medias. Because remember, one of the most important rules to remember on social media is, you know, once it's out there, it's out there like forever. Much like this show, it is out here forever. When the show is done, I send it up to the uh, World Wide Webs, and it will live there forever. So people 30 years, I mean, if the Internet's around 30 years from now, but 30 years from now, they're going to be able to, to check out this show and see what it looked like when I turned a spry 40 years old. Wonder how I could possibly be getting younger as I'm getting older, stuff like that. Listen to some of the key advice that a lot of my guests are giving, and we'll get some in regards to branding from Danielle Domofsky. Then we will roll to the second hour. First-time guest, the Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Champion, Charles Langford, will be on to talk about that event with me. That's coming up uh, this, uh, I believe, Friday and Saturday, the 25th and the 26th. Is that right? Yeah, 25th and 26th. That's going to be held at Coors Field. That's where the Rockies play. Not my Cubs, but the Rockies. 
So we'll uh, check out that Invitational, how they got started, why a major league baseball team, a real major league baseball team, not a triple A or a double A or single A. I'm not saying that's not professional baseball, but major league. You start baseball, you want to get to the majors. That's where the Rockies are, top of the line there, out there. So uh, we'll talk to him about the event itself, how one was to qualify, and what's going to be happening with that particular Invitational. Obviously, there's been a large increase in invitational style competitions here over the last couple years uh, so we'll talk to him about that and then 1035 you like to win stuff folks oh yeah you do and so we will play a game to win a sweet smoke q juice pack i'm not sure exactly what game we're going to be playing but you will have the opportunity to win a bottle of pork juice and a bottle of the new, not released yet, beef juice. Uh, beef juice will be released on the uh, Sweet Smoke Q Juice website July 31st. So very shortly. I'm just waiting back to hear uh, from Jim on exactly. Yeah, I'm live on TuneIn tonight, John. John Dawson, we have the stream back up. Report back immediately. I'm live on TuneIn. You bring it. Get out there in that yard and mow the lawn or whatever it is. Quantification is indeed a word. Hmm. What, why was I thinking it wasn't a word? I don't know. Ever since John started calling me out, he's the, the, word, the correct word police. I'm very afraid of saying the wrong word. I thought quantification was a good word. Quantificalication, not a word. John's saying that the new game should be I make up words and I'll tell you I'll make up a set of words that maybe aren't words and then uh, rempyisms uh, and then real words I say them to you. But we'll do the old standby so uh, according to Jim it, it's either going to be porno or athlete, porn star or athlete cheese or font or the ever popular winery or rehab that will take place at 1035 for you to win some sweet smoke Q juice products or the sweet smoke q products the pork and the not yet released beef juice hey you're watching the show right now do me a favor make a facebook post or get on the tweeter or instagrams nerds get on the reddit and uh, make an up or down on cheese and wine it's cheese or font jim it can't be you can't make up a game on my show it's cheese or font is that the one you want jim cheese or font Right. Cheese or font it is. So you uh, do your due diligence right now during the show. Study up on your cheeses and your wines. Might want to know a little bit about the cheese and the wine if you want to win Sweet Smoke Q products. Just a word of the wines, everybody. A couple different websites you want to send people to that uh, are potentially interested in listening obviously the main website the bbq central show.com has the audio stuff outdoor cooking channel.com the video syndication partner roku has outdoor cooking channel as well go to the app store download the outdoor cooking channel app and boom you are able to watch it right there hey quickly top five in kcbs overall right now as it sits july 22nd a new team of the year iowa smoky d's darren worth bringing it Halfway through the year now, uh, Warren County Pork Chopper is now in second place. The American Dream Barbecue team is in third. Hog Tide Barbecue in fourth. Kewen Stewin and Bruin in fifth place. Those are your KCBS top 
five. And I think we're in it. I mean, now we are in the teeth of the KCBS competition season. The teams that are going to be making the run for team of the year have probably made that mental decision to get out the next 20 weekends in a row. 25 weekends. Yeah. We'll see how it ends up. Don't forget, all next month in the second hour, guess what's on? Barbecue Roundtable. Boom. Tune in next month. Let me talk to you quickly about Cook Shack. That's right. Uh, We have some exciting news. Danielle Domofsky, better known as DivaQ, who will be on at 935. Her crew filmed an episode of her barbecue crawl last September at Cook Shack headquarters in Ponca City, Oklahoma. The episode will be broadcasting tomorrow night on the Travel Channel at 9 p.m. Central Time. That's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. She also filmed at the Head Country Sauce Plant and competed in the Cherokee Strip Barbecue Competition when she was in town. When she was at Cook Shack, she learned the process for making a smoker, talked with Fassetti and CEO and President Stuart Powell, and a few other surprises. DVQ and Cook Shack will be tweeting live during the broadcast. Join us using hashtag BBQ Crawl. DVQ competes on the circuit using the FEC 100 and PG 1000 units. You know, any Cook Shack customer who uses a Cook Shack smoker or pellet grill in a cooking competition and wins gets a free 20-pound bag of pellets or a large decal. They want to reward you for your success. To be eligible, you must win a grand championship or reserve grand championship, place in the top 10 overall, or win first in an individual category. Complete the information on the winner circle tab on the Cook Shack website, and Cook Shack will send you your choice of the colorful Fast Eddies by Cook Shack decal or 20 pounds of pellets at no charge to show how much they appreciate you they're willing to do this send a photo of the win they'll throw it in the cook shack or fast eddie's t-shirt or a ball cap or something other like that the offer applies only to shipping addresses within the continental usa sorry everybody else submitting photos to cook shack is your consent for cook shack to use the photos for promotional purposes please email photos to r underscore bookout b-o-o-k-o-u-t r underscore bookout at cookshack.com if you have any questions about any Cook Shack products, just give them a call at 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698. And don't forget to tune in to Barbecue Crawl on the Travel Channel at 9 p.m. Central. That's 10 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. We'll be uh, talking with Danielle Damoski a little bit later here on this show. But next up, it's Mike McLeod from MMA Creative and World Food Championships. You stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe.
All right, welcome back. This portion of the Barbecue Central show is brought to you by the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. 31 cities, 500 grand in cash to be won, plus eternal bragging rights forever if you win the whole thing. The next Sam's event will be July 26th. That's this coming Saturday in Des Moines, Iowa. This is a local qualifier feeding into the Roxford, Illinois Regional Final. That goes down August 20th. To keep up with the tour or to register to compete, visit kcbs.us slash Sam's Tour. All right, joining me now, a president and CEO of MMA Creative, the creator of the World Food Championships, and a guy that I just like to talk about uh, cooking with in general. Mike McLeod uh, rejoins us here on the show. Mike, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm great. How are you, buddy? Doing absolutely fabulous, Mike. I uh, appreciate you asking and making time for the show. Uh, you know, always kind of a jet setter you are. Are we finding you anywhere extravagant tonight? You're just kicking it around the Tennessee? Where are you at? I'm in somewhere very exotic. Uh, I'm in my living room. <laughs> really? Wow, look at that. Home base. <laughs> it feels very foreign to me, so I'm going to call it exotic. Yeah. Well, usually I'm talking to you from, like, uh, Vegas or some other party town, but, you know, uh, Nashville is its own uh, fun time downtown, isn't it? You know, Nashville's turned into one of the the, the most popular cities in America right now. Its culinary scene is incredible. The entertainment scene's always been great. Uh, the city has a lot of momentum, so it's a beautiful time for Nashville, Tennessee. It's always good to be home um, uh, when I get off the road, too. When people think of Nashville, at least when I say people, of course, I mean me, I think that you know over the last uh, number of even decades that that has been a hotbed of country music. You've seen some other states come up and some other cities come up. Uh, Oklahoma comes to mind, of course, is is Nashville still the place to go when somebody's looking to break into the country scene? Well, I'm not a music expert, but I uh, uh, I play one on TV, so I'm going to say yes. It's a great uh, great hotbed for music. If I were uh, a budding artist, I would come here. I know a lot that are. It still has that uh, reputation, and um, it's also becoming a great reputation for uh, up and coming culinary experts. We have a lot of James Beard Award winners now opening restaurants in our city so um it's a great place to eat enjoy live music and and just um be a part of a, a fun eclectic scene mike mcleod is my guest uh, mike well, we'll talk about the world food championships television show here in just a second but uh, let me quickly ask you about uh, kcbs uh, just as an overall you know i mean you're I mean, how long is it about? I want to say it, it only seems like two or three years since you've started, but I mean, are, are you guys now in like year six or seven or something like that? Uh, actually, we're in our eighth year. Wow. Uh, this, we're in the last year of our second uh, contract with KCBS. It, the time is certainly flying. We're having lots of fun and doing lots of great things. Uh, I hope that you've noticed that our, our biggest and newest initiative, which is the uh, 100,000 Mills Initiative, uh, is is one of the things I think we're going to be most proud of um, in our many accomplishments across the board for KCBS. Uh, we kicked that off this year, and we hope that that grows. And, and the barbecue industry, which is a giving and passionate industry, um, will be able to show its um, its its benefactory beneficial benefactory side uh, through the 100,000 Mills program. So, almost eight years we're. We're very fortunate to have been aligned and associated with KCBS all this time, and um, we have every reason to think that it's going to continue. Uh, I think once barbecue gets in your blood, it, does, it never gets out. Um, Mike, for the people that don't know about uh, the 100,000 Meals program, if you just want to you know, give a, a brief 
overview of what that's all about and uh, kind of you know the, the genesis of that. Anyone who, who has been to a barbecue contest and certainly been through the judging process knows that we uh, cook a lot of meat, uh, a lot of protein, and unfortunately a lot of that is wasted. And the um, uh, we just decided about a year ago to start working on a program where we could harness all of the cooks that are gathered together for a competition and challenge them to um, cook an extra butt or an extra uh, brisket or something and uh, coordinate that through a, a great donation and giveaway program called 100,000 Meals that we're trying to, to feed 100,000 people this year through organized food banks. So at the competitions that are participating, I think there's about 70 of them right now across America. Uh, they are basically working with local food banks to have the teams cook extra meat while they're in the competition process, and then they hand it off to a certified food bank who can take it and feed the homeless in that community. And according to the website, uh, you're roughly, you know, just shy of 24,000 meals currently served, uh, just a little bit over 76,000 to go. So, you know, certainly well on the way. Um, if you want more information on that, obviously you can go to kcbs.us slash 100k slash meals. And uh, that'll give you a lot of information on that. Uh, and it's, like you said, uh, certainly a great initiative. And uh, uh, certainly anything that we can do here on the show to, to help promote that, you more of, uh, we're more than happy to do that. Um, Thank you. Can you believe that coming into the second or the end of the, of the second contract, when you look back to where you started to where you're at, the, the progress and the, the roads have been opened, the doors have been opened, uh, have you exceeded all of your expectations looking back, uh, you know, seven and a half years ago? It's a great question, and it, uh, yes, we have exceeded all of our expectations. I think we've exceeded even some of our wildest expectations. But as a as someone who's pretty passionate and pretty um, focused on pushing the envelope, we every time we exceeded one, we we set another one. So our our job is nowhere near done. We uh, we have an incredible staff at MMA Creative. We have um, incredible industry with barbecue folks, and we have a, a great society that's now going international. So uh, there are many more milestones ahead, and I, I think I think it's just going to be one of those things that when when I hang my hat up in my career, uh, I'll be able to point back to a lot of super things that we were able to be a part of. Uh, some that we um, originated and got adopted by a lot of other people, uh, and some that we were just a part of because it was such a, an incredible time for this industry. So it's uh, it is kind of humbling and um, exciting and impressive at the same time. Mike McLeod uh, from MMA Creative, uh, creator of the World Food Championships, is my guest. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about the World Food Championships here. Obviously, that's going to be taking place uh, again later in the year, but. Uh, more specifically for the the topic of the show tonight. Uh, oh, it just happens to be on television now, uh, Thursday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the FYI Network. Uh, you have six episodes. They're an hour apiece. And this was shot at uh, this past year's um, World Food Championships, which was, uh, by all accounts, super compelling. Uh, obviously, from a barbecue standpoint, uh, the finalists um, were all barbecue guys in, in one form. or They were all barbecue guys in different uh, uh, categories, but uh, still barbecue guys through and through, so that was unique to see. As far as the television show goes, uh, how was... Were you approached? Did you say, hey, we have something here, you know, this is going to be the second year, we think 
We've made a lot of uh, good improvements off the first year and it's something that we could turn into a show. How does the, the whole let's do a show thing work out? We knew that it had TV potential um, from, from the word go, from the moment that we started uh, working on the first element of the World Series Championships. Uh, we were very fortunate, and about 30 days after the very first event in 2012, um, that we, we got approached by a very reputable uh, production firm out of Hollywood called 19 Entertainment and uh, Core Media Group, which produced um, uh, So You Think You Can Dance and American Idol. And they they asked us to come to Hollywood. Uh, that that was part of the early stages uh, or mid stages of, of the jet setting uh, lifestyle that you talk about. <laughs> and we we did approach uh, them and talk with them. And after about an hour and a half, two hours of conversation, they believed that this was the American Idol of food model. And uh, we uh, entered an agreement with them to to work on that. So over a period of about six to nine months, we were able to not only secure a, a great partner to do a TV program, but we were able to secure A&E as a, as a network uh, to fund the, the, um, the TV program. And today we're seeing the fruits of all that labor. Uh, it was filmed in 2013 in November. They shot six episodes over four or five days. And then they did uh, home montages of a lot of the characters and cooks in the program that uh, were compelling or successful in, in, the, in their quest to be the World Food Champion. And uh, to, it's just kind of surreal at this moment to, to relive it through TV and the eyes of producers. I, I have seen every one of the episodes and uh, had creative um, contributions to all the episodes. And, uh, but still, it's kind of surreal to see it now and know that we worked on that for, you know, starting a year ago. And it's just now starting to become uh, common knowledge in, in American households throughout the nation. When you are negotiating and, and talking about how the show, obviously you have a vision. Uh, I'm sure the, the network always has a vision of, of things that they want. Was there any big clashes of Mike McLeod wants it this way and the folks at uh, World Food Champion want it this way and, and the folks at the network want it this way or did they give you a lot of, uh, I don't want to say free reign, but did they give you a lot of creative input to really, you know, not just take the idea um, or the name of World Food Championships, but make it into something else that they thought would be, you know, more TV friendly? I'm smiling. <laughs> uh, it, that's an interesting question. We, I have to say, first of all, they were fantastic to work with, the, the production crew and, and the network. And, um, no, I don't think any of our clashes occurred with them, but we certainly we certainly fought some clashes together. Uh, most of the clashes were were around us and more like hurdles to to trying to get something done, uh, whether it was in at the location in Vegas or um, um, stars who were holding up contracts that we wanted to have on TV. And I just finally pulled the ripcord and said, "Nope, I'm done fighting that battle. We're going to move forward." So we, there were plenty of clashes, but never with a production company that I was. Uh, working with, there were a few times I, I basically said we can't modify um, the program the way you're or the contest the way you're suggesting because that would jeopardize the integrity of what we're trying to achieve. And they understood that. Uh, and whenever they had an idea that could not be implemented, uh, we we came up with a synergistic idea to still accomplish. 
TV, what TV wanted from a drama thing or uh, an interesting and what we needed from an integrity thing. So it was a really good partnership and collaboration. In this type of a food competition, I mean, obviously we could sit here and make arguments against why taking a film crew out to, you know, uh, even uh, the the Sam's Club in in Des Moines, Iowa this weekend, why it, it, you know, I can't believe I'm going to say this because the barbecue people want to stab me in the throat, but, you know, it probably wouldn't make for the most ultimate compelling television to tape a a barbecue competition. There'd be a lot of sitting around, and, I mean, certainly you could package it in a way that uh, would be... You know, compelling in, in a half an hour show, but if you're looking at it on the whole, it's probably not super attractive um, to uh, to television people that make television shows. However, in a World Food Championship, uh, given all the buildup and all the different facets that go along with this, didn't it create a, like enough drama on its own to where you wouldn't have to you know look at or work at an angle to to play it up a little bit? You hit an, uh, an interesting nail on the head. Um, Cooking, by and large, is not a great spectator sport. I'm not sure, other than perhaps a barbecue guy who's trying to learn Donnie Bray's uh, secret or Mike Davis's secret uh, or Meyer Mixon, I'm not sure that I know many people that would watch a brisket for 12 hours or 10 hours on TV. So, by and large, it's not a spectator sport. Um, The beautiful thing about it, though, is that we have incredible characters and personalities in this industry. So, when you when you do see delicious food from start to finish and you do the TV cutting um, through all of the boring parts of it and you get to those moments of flash and, and brilliance when you see the, the vision from a passionate cook come to life and you see some of the, the sweat and tears and blood that they, they shed in the process and sometimes they say a word that they shouldn't say or they throw something at someone and they shouldn't do that that's the the personality and the character that that helps make it very compelling tv so from between the people and the proteins uh, i'm probably going to brand something here on national tv radio um but people and protein make great programming how's that does that work for you i love people and protein they're my favorite two things um (laughs) in regards to how it was how it actually went down i'm using air quotes but you can't see it uh versus how people are consuming it now thursdays at 10 p.m eastern on the fyi network pretty much true to form uh i mean obviously as we, we've both mentioned there, there's things you got to take out but uh, i mean pretty much true to form how it went down very very true to form and unfortunately there's just so much that happened um that couldn't be captured i mean it, it turns out that an hour episode is 40 Five, forty-six, forty-seven minutes, because they've got to sell advertising to pay for all of their their programming expense. But um, unfortunately, so much film ends up on the on the floor in the old vernacular that um, it, it's kind of sad for someone like me and people on my staff and people who live the drama uh, to see some of the the moments just not make it to TV. Uh, there's so many, so many great cooks. Uh, that just didn't make it for some reason. It wasn't their day. You know, their their proteins didn't come out as good as they wanted. They didn't get judged the way they wanted, or uh, or they missed a they missed an important element. So, unfortunately, we the sad thing is it, it can't be a ten hour show, and you can't see all the wonderful things that happen. So, 
what that means is people have to come out to Las Vegas, November 12th to the 18th this year, and see it for real and live it and uh, feel it again as we go at it in the third world championship. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to, if it's under contract negotiations as we speak, and if it is, you need a hammer, you got my number. Uh, will there be a second TV show that will be following November 12th through the 18th, third World Food Championship? I, I believe that there will. Uh, we're, we're in discussions and negotiations on it right now, and like anything, um, TV executives are, are looking at ratings, so we encourage everyone to watch um, every Thursday night, but of course it's also being aired each episode airs about eight to ten times um, between the new episodes. So we encourage everyone to tune in to FYI, check it out. I'm sure the first episode, Burger and um, um, Ian Bacon, are, are running right now, and we'll unveil Sandwich uh, Thursday night. Uh, but I, I think ultimately signs are pointing to a second season, and um, we're, we're very excited about that. We're even seeing, we're in the conversations with, spinoff shows that are coming out of this. So wow. um, right now it, it seems to, um, all signs seem to point to yes. Does the network or, or somebody within the organization give you any feedback saying it's, it's meeting our benchmarks, it's surpassing our benchmarks, it's falling short? Do you get any of that type of feedback or are you just kind of biting nails and hoping that it does? We, we get uh, tidbits of feedback. Uh, the, the unusual thing about this particular network is that it's a brand new network. It's um, A&E's rebranded biography channel. So they, they essentially have their hands full. They've got a lot of shows that they're launching in addition to the World Food Championships. And they've got uh, their eyes and their ears on a lot of different things. So if, if it were just um, uh, Discovery Channel or another mature network where there were just unveiling one show, I think we'd have be having a lot more conversation and dialogue. But They've got to be discussing uh, the same thing they're discussing with me with about 15 other um, <laughs> programs and production companies because they're launching an entirely new channel. So they, we try not to bother them too much. We we get uh, we're getting good attention and very fair attention from them, and it's all positive. So we're we're not trying to rock the boat. Mike McLeod is the president and CEO of MMA Creative, uh, creator of the World Food Championships, and then you can watch. Uh, this uh, second World Food Championships that took place uh, last year. Right now, uh, Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the FYI Network. There are six one-hour episodes that you can uh, take part in and check it out. And as Mike said, you can show up on your damn own November 12th through the 18th in Las Vegas. Party, see how it all goes down this year. Mike, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg. Take you got care. it. There he is, Mike McLeod. Professional. Great talker, succinct to the point, sharing information, all things that make a guest very good to show up on this show, and knows when to get out in the proper amount of time so that my transitions are not rushed and I can ease through the uh, next read. So, again, worldfoodchampionships.com is the website uh, for that particular event if you want to check it out. Uh, also, MMACreative.com is his professional website. I mean, you have, uh, here's another, last weekend it was Sterling Ball. This weekend, or this week, it's Mike McLeod, a, a captain of industry in his own right, highly successful with the uh, PR and the, and the media outfit with MMA Creative. Uh, World Food Championships is soaring, probably even better than he anticipated. Obviously, he thought it was going to be big. He was in a uh, good position uh, with some of the partners that he had probably made through 
uh, some of the barbecue stuff. We got some ideas, and boom, look where he is now. TV shows, probably a second run of TV shows that will be capturing the World Food Championships this year. Forget it. Thanks to Mike. All right, gang, if you are like me, you're always trying to think of ways to step up that barbecue and grilling game. No better, no easier way than by adding a little butcher barbecue to your arsenal. Look, saving time is here. Butcher Barbecue is offering a discount on all orders placed with them during the checkout process. Use code JULY. You'll receive $5 off your already low shipping across. That will expire at the end of this month. So order now. Enjoy your summertime cooking at ButcherBBQ.com. Again, promo code JULY. Receive $5 off your already low shipping cost. We all know that Butcher's Barbecue has the injections that you want. The pork, the beef, the prime, the bird booster. If you need the rubs, if you need the sauces, they have them as well. For instance, steak and the brisket rub. They have honey rub. They have premium rub. Consider premium rub, especially if you inject with Butcher's. Formulated to work with that injection. Perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. And, of course, you know damn well they got the Butcher's Barbecue. Sweet barbecue sauce. I love it. It's always on hand. If I don't have time to make my own, I just bust open a bottle of Butcher's. The girls like it. I like it. Family and friends like it. Winner. Buy six. They're going to go fast. No worries on breaking the bank when it comes to shipping either. Items totaling up to 50 buy, uh, 55 bucks ship at $8.50. Between 55 and 200 ship at $9.75. Anything over $200 ships for free. Don't forget. Don't forget. You, my friend, can save $5 on your shipping if you use promo code JULY. Only good through the month of July, by the way. ButcherBBQ.com. That's uh, ButcherBBQ.com. All right, we are back with Danielle Domofsky, DivaQ, coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Mike McLeod, MMA Creative, World Food Championships. If you missed that, you're going to have to go get it on the podcast. We're not going to redo it, lames. Tune in live. We do it live here Tuesdays. It's not a joke. I don't just say that on the podcast because I'm trying to get you to listen. We actually do it live on Tuesday. All right, my next guest, a championship pitmaster, a TV star, a YouTube sensation. I could just go on and on, but I won't. Uh, friend, by the way, Danielle Domofsky uh, joining me here on the show. Danielle, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing absolutely fabulous, Danielle. Appreciate you asking. Um Look, whenever I have you on the show, it looks like perhaps you've just escaped from captivity with what you have going on behind you. I'm always very worried. You're all right, right? 
I'm okay. I'm in my uh, my office, and so it's you know nothing all that attractive. That's for sure. And it's you know it's been a long day. I've got three kids. Life. It's just life. Oof, I know three kids, long days. I'm with you. Um, tonight, I wanted to uh, hit on a topic, and I don't know if it's branding season or people are getting halfway through the year and deciding they want to start something or other, but. I've been getting a lot of email asking me about branding. So I'm like, eh, I had a couple people drop out tonight, and uh, this one just keeps recurring. So, hey, why not call somebody that, A, I know has really, I don't think it's offensive to say that you're kind of a grassroots star, right? I mean, you started, we, we both kind of, I always like to say we kind of came up together. We started right around the same yeah, time. and I totally agree with that. You've built everything that you have through hard work, yeah. self-taught, uh, asking for help here or there, and, and people giving you some tips. But, you know, people give you tips, but you still have to be able to, it's like cooking schools, right? You go to cooking school, you still have to be able to implement the stuff that you learned in order to be successful in the contest. Same thing goes with uh, the, the social media and the branding. So I guess uh, just for a little bit of uh, background, how did you, or perhaps when did you realize that being efficient at branding and all the things that come along with that is really kind of a, a key component to success. Well, I think it's one of the things is that I was one of the very first people on Twitter in the barbecue world. Um, I'm going to say that right off the bat. I've been on Twitter since February of 2009, and I truly was one of the very first barbecue people uh, that was on the competition circuit that was just starting to do some TV and things like that, uh, that really embraced, I think, social media in a large capacity. Um, one of the key things is that uh, you know there's some, there's some funny pictures out there um, of me teaching people at um, a national barbecue conference. Now, this is going back quite a few years now about how to get on social media. It's so funny. You know, there's a picture there of me teaching Myron Mixon, uh, Randy Twyford, um, Iowa Smokey D's back in 2009, just how to use Twitter and Facebook. So it was one of those kind of, I was an early adapter to all of those social media things. Um, it also gave me a platform and a voice that I probably would not have had having um, come from Canada. You know, I have to overcome some geographic issues uh, on a daily basis, uh, just in regards to getting my message out. So having a platform like social media applications such as Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, all those wonderful things, um, has really enabled me to reach out to a much larger audience. Danielle, you've just mentioned three or four or five different social media things, and I think you know maybe it's a, a, a two-headed monster here we want to cover. You're talking about the people yeah. you know five years ago that you were introducing to social media. Do you think at this point, fast forward five years, the people that you were teaching, like it was an age thing that they thought that it was going to be a fad that passed like cable television that never passed stuff like that. Or do you think that uh, it just something that didn't register with them to be important to, to building a business and, and getting your name out there, or however you want to, you know, term it. Well, I think one of the things is that it is a, you know, barbecuers are, uh, I think for the most part, rather traditionalists in a lot of sense of the word. Um, and it's one of those things where people don't realize the impact that social media actually has on your brand and what it can enable you to do and to reach out to, like I said, different markets. So I think it was one of those things where they're like, you know, what is this thing? Like you said, it's like, is it a fad? Like, is this just going to go away? Um, however, for me, it, it was more of, let me show you how I can help you get to a much larger audience 
for next to no cost because you know at the end of the day none of us had um you know and i still don't much to this day have like huge advertising budgets we don't have the platform say like a nascar car driver with you know um you know a couple million dollars in sponsorships every year how can i reach my audience how can i communicate my message to the audience and uh, a perfect example randy twyford is probably one of the all-time very best people on social media at this point he has got such a great platform on his facebook on his twitter on his regular newsletters on his social media you know uh profile um that it's really nice to see in fact you know i remember helping him going okay well this is how you do your first tweet <laughs> danielle domofsky from uh, DivaQ joining me here on the show DivaQ.ca is her website by the way if you want to check it out while we're talking um you know, YouTube has been around, it seems, forever now. And originally yeah. when YouTube came out, it was the place to go to watch all the shows that were just being pirated and uploaded. And it was like disregard all over the place. It was crazy. And it's you know since been dialed back quite a bit. However, in the last, let's say, three or four years, it has really become an avenue for people. It's almost like the video of Twitter, right? Um, you can put up videos. You can show yourself in situations. I mean, people are making, for real, large amounts of money doing YouTube videos because YouTube has seen the amount of people that are driving to these people's channels. They're watching their videos by the millions. And these people are making money off of advertising that Google's selling or you know, however those things work. So obviously there is some type of value that YouTube is bringing to any audience, whether you're watching somebody that shoots guns or my girls watch Jenna Rubles, whoever the hell that is, and she's got more money than me, and I hate her guts. Um, so in regards to YouTube, and you have really created uh, one of the better-looking YouTube pages, and we'll get into you know how you build it here in just a second, but you know, obviously you knew it was important to get a YouTube presence, but when did you decide to really you know, put in that effort and do the quality videos that you're doing now? Well, you know, one of the things is, that, first of all, I had been on YouTube for a very, very long time prior to this, and I wasn't utilizing my channel uh, to the best effectiveness. One of the key things for me was I didn't want to have a presence that was crap. To be perfectly honest, right. I wanted something that looked professional. However, there had to be an absolutely uh, a real presence there for authenticity. I did not want something staged. Anybody who knows me, I, you know, I am who I am. I don't change from TV to in person. I am the same person everywhere I go because I don't like uh, misconstruing myself to, to an audience. One of the key things for me is that the partnership that I made with RTR media, who is the production, uh, house behind barbecue crawl. And I work together to come, uh, with this YouTube channel. I have an incredible team that works on it, an incredible team. And what we do is we, you know, we do the videos in my backyard. Why? Because that's where the majority of people actually cook their barbecue. It's not on the competition circuit. Yep. There's only 7,000 of us on the competition circuit. There's a few billion of us that actually barbecue you know <laughs> and that's why you know once again the vast majority of my videos are done on a gas grill as well because 70 percent of all households have a gas grill over charcoal over any other fuel source so we tried to make it really approachable um utilizing the youtube channel is, is uh something that that i really wanted to happen this year i think it ties in nicely with the tv show it ties in nicely with the fact that i just want to make real food for real people and it is real stuff that i'm cooking in the backyard 
And that approachability, that branding factor comes into play because it's another platform in which for me to say, hey, guys, this is me. This is what I do on a daily basis in my backyard. This is the real stuff that I feed my family with. And here's let me show you how to do it. Are you trying to, to drive traffic from the YouTube channel to somewhere else or from somewhere else to a YouTube channel? Is it all synergistic? Does it not really, is there not like an end game to where you want people to end up, I guess? How, what's the, the thought process behind that? Well, the goal overall is a multi-platform. Actually, this is, this is definitely a strategy thing. Um, I, I think you, yeah, I think anybody who, who's seen anything I've done over the last few years is mostly strategy. Um, I strategize because I want the branding to be multi-platform. Everything needs to drive back to the TV show uh, because the TV show is my largest audience. Secondly, we have the Facebook presence and the Twitter account. Uh, Twitter's hitting around 9,000 now, and I am very careful to have um, – yeah, we're over 9,000 now. Um, very careful to only keep real people on both of those channels. In other words, no spam bots, no robots, no, no, you know, follow me and get 30 million followers things. These are real people that actually follow me and interact with me on a regular basis. So it all is kind of, like you said, synergistic because we are trying to get you to view all of my platforms. I want you to watch the video, say, hey, this chick's pretty funny. You know, she's a real person doing a real thing. Watch the TV show. Hey, she's got great brands on there. You know, look at the equipment she's got. Um, um, let me, let me, let me, you know, hopefully watch her on Facebook and Twitter because she's pretty funny too. And she's pretty sarcastic sometimes. And, you know, she kind of keeps it real. And then, then let me take a look at her Pinterest and let me take a look at her, her YouTube channels as well. So it all comes full circle. Everything ties in together. This is why every single morning, my first thing is that, you know, here's, here's my coffee cup from this morning. See, still there. <laughs> I sit down with my coffee cup and I start social media every single morning. And it's, uh, you know, I've been sick the last couple of weeks, so it's been kind of light. But typically, you know, I post 10 to 15 times a day and I'm always talking about barbecue or just funny crap that makes me laugh. Is it important in your mind uh, or in your opinion that you are the one doing your social media versus other people doing your social media for you as you? It's very important to me. Actually, thank you for bringing that up. Yep. Many, many TV people that you see their Twitter feeds from or their Facebook or whatever, they hire firms to do that. They hire companies. They hire promotional or their, their PR agency does it for them. I always said that if it's going to be my name attached to it, it has to be my own voice. So when you see the tweets – uh, every Wednesday night at 10 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, which is when the first episode of Barbecue Crawl and Travel Channel lands, it is actually me tweeting. It is nobody else speaking from me other than me. Because uh, uh, honestly, if somebody's going to screw something up, I want it to be me. If I say something stupid, hold me accountable. Don't hold anybody else accountable. If you want to debate something, I'll debate it with you. Um, you know, a funny thing, you know, you know, I have haters. I have love, you know, people that love the show. And I address all of them because at the end of the day, I'm a real person just pursuing a barbecue dream. In simplest form, if you are continuing to get bigger and you're being seen on television, I mean, obviously yeah. the, the audience is going to grow, right? So your ability to communicate with everybody, time yeah. allotted, you have a real life, all this other stuff. Um, the social media really seems like a very quick and easy way for you to easily access back and, and kind of reach back into the audience and say, hey, yeah, I'm real. Uh, here's my thought. Thanks for asking that question, blah, blah, blah. And certainly it takes time out of the day, but I mean, it, it's, it's really an, an easy way to kind of build value for yourself, I guess. 
Well, it's also one of those things that's a genuine interest in people and what they're barbecuing for me at the end of the day as well. You know, I love the fact that, uh, you know, I'm I, when, wherever and, and wherever I can, I answer questions. I answered hundreds of questions every single uh, – hundreds of questions <laughs> every single week about barbecue and grilling. And uh, most of it's like home stuff. Um, like, for example, tonight I uh, – um, tonight I posted a picture on Instagram that, Hey, I'm trying my brisket for this week's barbecue contest. Cause I'm heading to Grand Rapids, Michigan this weekend. And so I had a couple of people inbox me, Hey, I need some help trimming. How do you do it? Um, and, and I'll tell them to a certain point at some point, I'm going to say, you know, just take my class. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> but in, in most cases I'll, I'll give them, um, a hand up, uh, not a handout, but a hand up and I'll send them to some, you know, to some things that I, I've shown people in the past or I'll, I'll, I'll link them back into some recipes on my website. Um, I think at the end of the day, it does provide me a voice and it's really important for me to talk to the fans. We have so many fans of the show. We, we can't go down the highway into a grocery store, into Walmart, into wherever without somebody stopping me saying, Hey, we love the show. And, uh, and for me to be able to, to talk to more of the fans and say, Hey, thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate it. Hey, we really think that it's, it's really important to reach out to these fans and be genuine about it. Not some bullshit answers. Uh, just be really genuine to these people. Uh, cause at the end of the day, these are the people that are paying my paycheck. And I come from a very customer-centric background. I was an HR operations manager for a massive retail store, had a you know a $24 million budget uh, that I administered in regards to customer service and customer addressing things. So I think of every single one of my fans as my customers. And if my customers aren't happy, then I need to know why. When the TV stuff was coming around, this is going to diverge, but I just got to ask this That's question. That's okay. Ask so, away. You get the TV stuff, you know, everybody that's in this uh, to, to some degree, like, you know, I always think, well, I would love to be nationally syndicated on the radio across the country, blah, blah, blah. You know, yep. you wanted to get on the television. Now you're on the television. Yep. Did you give thought when you were thinking about how you wanted to be on the television about how you would be recognized in your real life? And did you allot or account for that uh, after the fact? Or realize no, you're going I, to have to a lot or account for that after that. I actually I thought about that ahead of time because here's the thing. You sign a contract in TV and, of course, I had already done Pitmasters, I don't know, four or five times by this point. I'd already done a couple other things like, you know, been on the Today Show in New York and, and done lots and lots and lots of morning, you know, news stuff and yep. whatnot. At the end of the day, you sign a contract with, with whatever production house you're with making that deal. So you're selling a part of yourself, and if you're not willing to do that, uh, then you need to take a new look at it because people are going to stop you. People are going to recognize you. That also gives people the opportunity to hate you. Yeah. So you have to have a bit of a spine and say, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. This guy, you know, called me out on Twitter and said, you know, why is this fat chick talking to me about barbecue? You know, uh, why do I need to watch her shoving some more uh, barbecue down her pie hole? You know, she needs to be roasted. It is what it is, though, you know? You, you take it. And so, you know, my response to him is like, thanks for watching the show. I really right? appreciate it. Let me let me assure you, if you roast me, honey, I'm going to taste some, like, uh, how did I put it? I, you're going to taste some damn fine barbecue. And so, you know, you have to be prepared to deal with that crap that comes with it. You know, one of the things is I kept my kids off of uh, the show. Um, one of the things is, is that I um, – 
I, I don't want to make that decision for them. If they want to be on TV, then they need to make that decision for themselves. Um, they, there is uh, two of my kids that would love to be on TV and one that does not want to. So I've been respectful of that. And that comes with the, the territory as well. Cause it's not just me. We have to think about it. Yep. It is my family. It is my friends. It is uh, the people that are on the competition circuit. If we don't, uh, you know, we don't take care of our friends and family, then, you know, that's kind of important to me. So. Covering all the bases. Wow. Holy crap. Absolutely. Uh, you have to, because you know, you can't go into this blind. Anybody that yeah. goes into this blind and says, well, you know, I didn't think that anybody recognized me. Well, you were on TV. What did you expect? Don't no. complain that somebody's stopping you in the parking lot of Walmart at 11 o'clock at night asking you for a rib recipe, honey. That's what you signed up for. Get over it. Well, people seem to become potentially, well, this is going to be almost redundant, potentially pretentious after a certain amount of time where they are now owed whatever they had previous to the television show. Like all of a sudden that's like a, something that they want back, but that's like BS. Right? <laughs> you make the deal, you sign up for it, get over yourself and deal with it. You made that deal. That is your job. Part of your job is public relations and dealing with the public in any capacity. You know, I have been stopped in, in, in every butcher shop. Every <laughs> I'm going down the highway. Like last weekend, I'm going, the, I'm going, I'm in the backwoods of uh, Pennsylvania at a gas station, um, you know, filling up with gas, buying a couple of snacks. I think one of the bags was pork rinds, probably was. And, you know, <laughs> this guy's like this, this one, one tooth wonder comes out and says, Y'all need some pork recipes because I can help you. <laughs> and, you know, that's awesome. Here I am in the middle of Pennsylvania. The guy scared the crap out of my daughter. I'm still kind of thrilled that this guy's watching the show. I signed up for it. I can't complain for it. Danielle Domofsky is uh, on Barbecue Crawl, of course, season two. Uh, she's already done season one. That's why she has seasons two. You can find her at divaq.ca and uh, traveling around the country, uh, competitions, checking out restaurants, all this stuff, and then all the uh, social media stuff as well. Uh, Danielle, really appreciate the time talking about the branding stuff. Uh, hopefully people get uh, the good information that they were looking for on that. Uh, continued success, and hopefully we can talk again soon. Thanks very much, Greg. All the very best. You know I love your show. Thank you. All right, there she is, Danielle Domofsky. DivaQ, yeah, baby. DivaQ.ca. And the CA, as you say, stands for Canada because that's where she's from. She mentioned that in the uh, in the uh, talk up there, right at the beginning. So for the folks that have emailed me an email, branding, 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 from somebody that learned it from the ground up herself. Oh, use the info. You know, I believe too in social media. It's really. You know, I don't have the ability to connect with all the people that, you know, I want to face to face. So I can do it through a social media, you know, answer the emails, all that stuff. Thanks again to Danielle. Uh, July is the height of grilling season and El Diablo Mustard wants to turn your ordinary barbecue into some of the hottest, dare I say, the hottest on earth. Try adding some El Diablo fiery habanero roasted chipotle, flaming jalapeno or spicy mango in your sauce. Marinade or rub for a new flavor kick that's... Hot and intense. El Diablo features six bold flavors that taste great and are hot as hell. Try mango for island heat on your meat. Add a southwest kick with roasted chipotle. For blazing layers of flavor, try steakhouse. For a zing of Worcestershire and tangy tomato, make an ordinary dog into an instant chili dog with El Diablo's Texas chili and try jalapeno on some hot bacon or a burger for real jalapeno puree 
and a mustard zing. Or try Fiery Habanero for a flavor inferno for you daring types that demand all heat all day. So get grilling, add some heat to your meat. Connect with El Diablo on the Facebook and on the Twitters. For recipes, tips, and giveaways, bold flavors, great taste, hot as hell, eldiablomustard.com. And a special note, El Diablo will be at the West Virginia Hot Dog Festival this coming Saturday with free samples of all of their flavors. The Hot Dog Festival is 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in Huntington, West Virginia. The website for that is wvahotdogfestival.com. That's wvahotdogfestival.com. Lots of fun activities for all ages, all day. That's the West Virginia Hot Dog Festival, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in Huntington, West Virginia, eldiablomustard.com. We're back to wrap up the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. Uh, This will be a quick uh, exit out as we wrap the first hour. Uh, Thanks again to Danielle Domofsky of DivaQ. DivaQ.ca, her website. Check her out on the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr. Diva, you on Reddit? I know you're a social media nerd. Back in the, well, I still think Reddit is still very popular, but more in the, in the, the you know, the nerdy category. No offense to the nerds, by the way. Really. Uh, thanks again to Mike McLeod, who joined me. Reddit people scare me, says Dia, or says Diva. Indeed. On many levels. Up arrow, down arrow. Middle finger. Suck it. All right. Uh, You will be standing by as we get ready to launch the second hour. We'll be right back. You are listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what? We ate Pimpsy for Wiener. But listen, Lavernius, shake a face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Ooh. Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Boom. You have found the Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. 
We do broadcast live, direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. The barbecue capital of the North Coast, for those that don't know. The most commonly asked question that I get every week is, Hey, Greg, listen to the show. Big fan. Found it through something. Blah, blah, blah. Going through the archives, and you say every show, barbecue capital of the North Coast. North Coast of what? Excellent question. Let me address that for you. Um, in Cleveland, in Ohio, uh, there is... Uh, so if you can you know, go to the map, you find Ohio, and all the way up towards uh, Great Lake Erie, uh, more on the eastern side, is Cleveland. The city of, uh, right on the lake, right on the lake. And uh, there is beaches that are above, you know, above the city. Edgewater Park, other beaches that I can't name because they're dirty. Um, That's the, the north coast of Cleveland, Ohio. So here locally in the city, um, we're referred to as the north coast. Cleveland is the, it's the north coast of Ohio. And uh, so that's why each and every week I say it's the barbecue capital of the north coast because that's just how we refer to it. And I was like, hey, what can I say during the show open that would get people thinking when I say north coast? North coast of what? North coast of somewhere I don't want to go to? Maybe. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame sits right on the edge of the north coast. Potentially could fall in. Nobody would miss it. All right, this is what I want to know. Where do you live? What's the most famous thing that is where you live in the city? Arguably, aside from all the sports stuff, the most famous thing in Cleveland, Ohio, is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Aside from the awesome hospitals that we have, worldwide acclaim, a Cleveland Clinic, University Hospitals. Can't You can't approach these. They are the tops in the country for what they do. Other than that... We have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The question is this. What is in your city, the most popular thing in your city, you have never done? Guess what? Never gone to it. Never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city. Never. I've never heard anybody come out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city with anything other than a mediocre to below mediocre report. Why do I want to go there then? It's like people that smoke weed. Oh, you never tried weed? No. Just try it one time. You won't feel anything. What the hell do I want to do it for? If I know something's going to suck, or if an overwhelming majority of people say, eh, I'd rather have my $20 back or $25 back. I don't know if I want to go do that. Enough people say it. I know I don't want to do it. I've never been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, but I have seen all sports teams plays. Absolutely. I have been to the Cleveland Orchestra, one of the last true professional uh, orchestras in the country that play in Severance Hall. Nice. All right, folks, the 2014 Sam's Club series rolled into Woodbury, Minnesota this past weekend. This was a local event qualifier, seeing the top six teams move on to the Rockford, Illinois regional final. That'll take place on September 20th. And the top six teams moving on to the event are in particular order. 
grand champion Iowa Wild Hogs Barbecue with a 691 and high change. Boom. Boom. Congratulations to Iowa Wild Hogs Barbecue. Uh, reserve grand champion Angry Jack Barbecue. Third place and former Sam's Club national winner Tippy Canoe Barbecue, Joe Beeland in the group. Fourth place overall, totally sauced. Totally soused. 674 and small change. Number five, Qtopia. That's a cool name. And rounding out the top six, moving on to Rockford, Illinois' semi regional final is Burnt Out Barbecue Company. Congratulations. Good job for you. Uh, as I said last hour, the next event is this Saturday in Des Moines, Iowa. And that will be on July 26. I'm quickly racing back to the KCBS website real quick. Because I want to look at this. Uh, oh, here we go. Such notable teams in the uh, Des Moines uh, the, in the uh, Des Moines local qualifier, a uh, a one-time Sam's Club overall champion, Lucky's Q, boom. A current KCBS team of the year, True Bud Barbecue. How about Hog Tide Barbecue? Currently fifth overall in the KCBS uh, chase. Oh, oh! look at this guy. Smoker's Purgatory. Yeah, baby. Just a few. So, you know, I could go back through and see if I can't find some people that I would lay money on. All right. I got my balls busted on the uh, about it on the first portion of the show. So I will now give you the top five FBA in the Team of the Year points race. Well, looky here, Jim Elser, Sweet Smoke Q, 655. Look at this guy. Uh, current FBA Team of the Year is in second place. That is Hot Wachula's Mad Barber. Boom. Number three is Big Papa's Country Kitchen. Number four is Swamp Boys, uh, Rob Bagby. And uh, number five, get our smoked. So typically, the people that you think you would see at the top of the Florida Barbecue Association food chain is there. And uh, with two contests left, you know, is are we shaping up for another dramatic grab? The better question is, is this the year... Jim Elser doesn't crap the bed. Uh-oh. What? I didn't say that. I was just, just kidding. Just kidding, Jim. He's a Buckeye. You know he's going to pull it out this year. Might not, maybe not the first year, but the second year, winner. Mail it in, Jim. It's locked up, buddy. Um, let me look through here. Look at this guy. By the way, uh, Jim Elser having a great year. He's first in chicken, third in ribs, first in pork, and second in brisket. So uh, don't think he can cook his butt off. You're wrong, sir. He can. Get that big stuff out of here. 
That is your top five Florida Barbecue Association. Standings for Team of the Year. There you go. Uh, still to come on the show tonight, Chris Beck. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, still to come on the show tonight, Charles Lankford talking about the Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Championship that'll be taking place this weekend. At 10:35, Sweet Smoke Q Juice Giveaway. Uh, SweetSmokeQ.com. Be sure to uh, brush up on the cheese and font. Word to the wise. And on the show next week. We have at least no less than one guest. Chris Becker from cookingpellets.com will be joining us. Host of other people as well. My goodness. Getting some email in here. Let me check it out. Don Hopkins. Icon in the D, 8 Mile. What does that mean? John Dawson, the northmost coast of the first ring of hell. Hell! <laughs> Never a shortage of a quip. From somebody that's in Des Moines, Iowa. What's in Iowa? I don't even think that's a real place. I think that's just a, a, a placeholder on the map. Like Montana and Wyoming. Nobody, that's not real. Nobody lives there. Just cows and militia groups, separatists, waiting to overthrow. All right, uh, we're back with Charles Langford. Right after this, uh, if you didn't know, Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, even a kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs. Their rubs have won almost every major competition barbecue event, including... The 2012 and 13 World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City. The 2012 Jack Daniels Invitational. The 2013 Kingsford Challenge. The 2014 Houston Livestock and Rodeo. And many more to come in the future. Big Papa Smokers has also banded together the fellow California-based barbecue rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based barbecue rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile the competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two of their unique competitions, the King of the Smoker, which brings the best of the best in barbecue head-to-head in a back-to-basics competition. The King of the Smoker is unique in the contest, and the contestants may only use electric, may only, may not use any electric device, such as pellet cookers or pit miners, Contestants are just allowed to use charcoal, wood, or their wits to win one of the most high-stakes barbecue competitions around. The other competition that BPS has started is known as the Guinea Pig, which is a cost-controlled competition that helps to bring in newcomers to the competitive barbecue world. It also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category, which helps provide incentive to get new competitors into the barbecue world. On top of that, Big Papa Smokers has created a unique brand ambassador program. The Big Papa Smokers Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country, working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. So keep in mind that Big Papa Smokers has been able to do all of this with only four years of being in business, turning the competition barbecue world on its head creating their own unique competitions, being a staple of the nationwide restaurant chain, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. It's just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. 
Visit them directly at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. All right, we're back with Charles Lankford right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, coming up on 14 past the hour. 46 minutes till the top. That's how we do it in radio. We give you two different times, two different ways. Same time, two different ways. That's what they like you to do on the radio. Uh, This portion of the Barbecue Central show is brought to you by CookinPellets.com. We'll have him on the show next week, by the way. That's Chris Becker, uh, your number one source for quality wood pellets. For all your pellet-driven cookers, visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. Uh, As I mentioned in the last segment... You will find my next guest uh, at Coors Field, July 25th and 26th. The Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Championship will be taking place. This is the uh, very first one that is going to be out there. So let's uh, race over to the hotline and welcome in uh, first-timer of the show, Charles Langford. Charles, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? Doing absolutely uh, fabulous, Charles. Appreciate you asking. More importantly, appreciate you making time for the show tonight, obviously, I uh, know you're busy. You're actually uh, like out at Coors Field, right? Right. We came out a little early to go over some details, just try to finalize the contest and stayed for the game tonight. Uh, is the game going on right now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Bottom uh, of the fifth, we're ahead 3-2. All right. I'm just going to ask breaking news right here on the show. Rockies are ahead 3-2. Perfect. Uh, Charles Langford is my guest. All right, Charles. So let's uh, quickly, before we talk about uh, the, the Invitational Barbecue Championship that will be taking place this weekend, uh, you know, maybe just a, a quick background about yourself, uh, kind of what you do professionally, and then uh, perhaps more importantly, how you got into the uh, barbecue side of things. Um, mechanical engineer by trade, uh, project manager, owned a small engineering company. Uh, we built it from two people to 64 out in Southern California. Um, retired in 2005, 2009, and just about three months ago. So <laughs> keep going back to do stuff for different companies, large, large projects, um, either running construction or running um uh, the entire project so every time it seemed you know there's not many of us old guys left so every time a large project comes up my name comes up my call so um raised in texas and you know always around texas barbecue spent had to spend 20 years in california um not a barbecue place uh pretty frustrated came out to california i mean to colorado to retire, like I said, um, I was actually working for a refinery out here 
and ran into Steve Mars. Steve Mars was deputy chief, fire chief, and um, I was project manager over a large project. And they told me he was a barbecue nut. So we got to talking, and he told me about Rocky Mountain Barbecue, um, KCBS, and that's kind of how it got started. Uh, we, we, uh, my wife and I became uh, judges, started judging, were master judges as of last year. So, uh, just, just something that you uh, you picked up and, and you liked and you found, or have you? Uh... Are you a, an active competitor as well? Not an active competitor. We've, we've cooked with Johnny Trigg quite a few times. You know, it's a very, very expensive hobby. And, um, you know, if my wife ever turned, my, turned her back on me, I'd probably buy a Jambo and start trying to <laughs> cook competitively. So she keeps the purse pretty well closed and tight. So, you know, you have to try to bum a a uh, cook-off with somebody like Johnny Trigg. It's, he's been real good about letting us cook with him. Uh, Wild Hogs, Mike Brayton, he let us cook with him also. Uh, Charles, I've heard happy wife, happy life, right? That's that's correct. That's right. 44 right. years Forty four years later, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. There you go. Um, all right, so let's talk a bit about the, uh, the Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Championship. How does, I mean, obviously you're a guy that you know, gets his hands into big projects. Uh, this is certainly you know, probably not something that you are typically doing in the project side, but uh, a big undertaking nonetheless. How does the whole Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Championship come to be? Uh, how long does it take to put in place? How are you qualifying? You know, give us the, the run-up on the whole deal. Sure. Um, Dick Mumford last year was sending out emails every once in a while, Um you know, how the team was doing, his view of how the team was progressing. And the head allows a year and towards the end of the year, uh, after the Rockies were eliminated and not in the playoffs, he sent out a an email saying, well, we did better than last year. And, you know, being a frustrated fan, I answered back um, in a frustrated way. And um, never thinking that, you know, he would answer or even see those type of emails. Um, there was a little bit of a strained exchange back and forth. He told me that, you know, I don't believe everything you hear. Are you reading the newspapers? And I said, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not in Colorado right now. I'm at the Royal judging the Royal and helping Johnny Trey cook. And the email exchange went on for about two days and, uh, it got softer and he said, well, I'm into barbecue. I love barbecue. So I told him, Hey, one day, if you want to. Uh, come up to Longmont and and we'll cook you barbecue. Um, I got an email back saying, "Great, I'll have my my uh, secretary set the date," which you know at that point convinced me that well maybe I am talking to Dick Mumford. Anyway, came out. We had lunch. Uh, it was a good lunch. We didn't talk much baseball. We talked a lot of you know his background, our family, that kind of thing. He's a very personable guy. Uh, very interesting. And then it got around the barbecue and we told him about Rocky Mountain and about the contest and how we judge and, you know, really enjoy that. And, the, you know, the camaraderie of the cooks and the judges, it's kind of a family affair, you know, between the cooks. And he said, well, you know, someday I'd like to have a barbecue contest at the Rockies game. Would you, would you help? And I said, yeah, we can, you know, we'll do that. 
and I didn't think about anything about it. And then about two weeks later, he called me. He says, I want to do one for 2014. Why don't you put together, you know, what it's going to take, what it's going to cost, what dates you think now that you know our schedule for next year for 2014, why don't you put something together and show me? So I went down and met with him in early February and showed him budget, which was too high. Um, <laughs> always, right? But the one, uh, yeah, always. But the one thing that came across real clearly is he wanted to know uh, what the top five barbecue contests were and what they paid. So I, I showed him. He said, well, I want to be one of the top five. How do I do that? How do I draw the best? So I said, if you, if you pay, well, they'll show up. And I said, you know, the issue is going to be it's an invitational. So if they're chasing points, they may not want to come. But I think that most of them, if you put a good purse on there, will. So he said, show me the purse I've got to have. So I sent him the purse and he, he called me and said, I'm going to have my people uh, call you and let's go with it. And then it just kind of slowly gained momentum. Uh worked with uh, Albert Valdez, the uh, head of uh you know, events and vending and all of that. And the guy's been really great to work with. And we slowly put it together. The, they've held us to 20 teams, a small area, kind of a test to make sure we can uh, perform and do what we say. And we don't, you know, leave the place a mess and, and we draw a decent crowd. And, uh, you know, I talked to him a couple of days ago and he said he still wants to see it grow he wants to see it still be one of the top five in the nation. And he wants to be, you know, one of the only major league baseball teams that are, uh, um, you know, associated with barbecue. So that's how it's kind of gone. And uh, it's really been great to work with them. It, Charles, and, and we're talking with uh, Charles Langford, by the way, and we're talking about the Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Championship. That's going to be held this weekend, uh, July 25th and 26th at Coors Field. Uh, there's obviously going to be some uh, things going on Friday night that involve the team and being on the field. You know, logistically, yeah, and you've been yeah. to a number of uh, you've been to a number of barbecue competitions. Judging, you know, how do you see this setting up uh, from a competition setup standpoint uh, when you compare it to some of the other ones you've been at? Is there going to be issues with people coming in and out? Do you think it's going to be fine? Are you worried about anything like that? No, no, we're set off to the side in a. Um, there's a private party area that's kind of fenced off and we're sitting in the parking lot right behind that and it's kind of fenced off um it's a little maybe a little bit too far from the crowd but i think we've got that covered so from a logistics standpoint you know it's great um they've given us an area where the judges can judge without having a lot of people wander through we can close the gates uh they'll do the judging then at 3 30 we'll open the gates and then the fans with the barbecue voucher can come in and go back and, you know, participate in the fan's choice. He's, uh, Dick also put up $4,000 in prize money for fan's choice. So that was great because he wanted the fans to really be involved. So I think we got the logistics part pretty well down pat. I think that uh, uh, the teams are really enthusiastic about, you know, meeting the people and, and, showing them their barbecue and talking barbecue. So I think from that standpoint, we're in pretty good shape. You know, I'd mentioned uh, just a couple minutes ago that there was going to be some, like, on-field recognition during the game. What can people expect right. if they're going to be uh, heading out that way? Um, 
before the game, about 6.08, we'll bring the teams and their families, whoever is associated with them. Um, the judges, any of the judges that come in Friday night, uh, the volunteers, the KCBS reps that are running the barbecue contest, of course, and the organizers, my wife Rose and I, onto the field, and they'll introduce, you know, they'll show all the team names and every, everything on the big screen and, you know, introduce everybody. I'll also build a little bit of interest uh, for the crowd Friday night. Uh, we'll have the cookers start their fires a little early Friday night, so hopefully the smoke will blow into the stadium and we'll get some barbecue lovers that can't <laughs> stand the smoke and we'll buy a ticket for the next night. Uh, in regards to payout and, and how you pay down through the categories, what's it shaping up to look like? Um, total awards is 35900 for the KCBS part. Uh, first place for all the you know chicken ribs, pork, and brisket is a thousand dollars. Grand champion is ten, um, and reserve is five thousand. So um, we have one through nine payouts, and of course we're tying that to baseball. Um, the one through nine teams will all be put on a, a authentic MLB lineup card that you'll see in the dugouts, and. So their name will be there, and they'll we'll give that out instead of ribbons. Uh, first place teams, besides the money, will also get an engraved baseball bat. So we're again we're trying to tie the baseball theme to the awards, and uh, uh, you know give the cooks a, something a little different than just a you know a ribbon. In regards to attendance uh, by the cooks, are you uh, fully slated here, or uh, how is the reaction? Oh yeah, there? yeah. Yeah, the reaction has been overwhelming. Um, we we invited the Rocky Mountain uh, Cup GCs uh, from 2013, uh, a couple of the reserves, and then we I just went one through ten on the top KCBS teams from last year, and invited those. And I think we get probably two to three emails or calls a week of teams that want to come, uh, but we're you know because the area is tight. We can only take 20. Uh, it took us probably, it took me probably two weeks to get all 20 teams. We've only had one fallout because of schedule conflict. And it took me about 20 minutes to fill that spot. So uh, the teams have been very enthusiastic. I was a little surprised. It's, you know, it's not a points contest uh, because it's an invitational. And a lot of the teams, are of course chasing points, you know, for KCBS. So that tells you something about our contest that they still want to come. Uh, the prize money uh, coming on the field, being part of a baseball game, you know, that kind of thing is is uh, raised their enthusiasm. Uh, and the Colorado Rockies, uh, as an organization, are uh, obviously hoping this is something that you know a goes wildly successful this year, but is something that they might be able to turn into something that happens year after year and is uh, gaining momentum with each successive year as well. Right, you know, it's it's uh, took off slow with the fans. I don't know that we're going to get the fan participation for fans' choice that we want this year, but I think Dick is. I talked to him the other day, and he's. You know, I said, you know, Denver's kind of a second-year town as far as events go. I'd sure like to see us go, you know, at least one more year, maybe two, and see what we could do. And and I'd like to 
you know, invite a few more teams that have a, lar- a little bit larger venue. And he said, you know, do good this weekend and uh, we can do that. So, you know, it's up to the teams, up to us to have a great contest, um, get to raise the enthusiasm of the fans, feed them good barbecue, which won't be any problem. We've got some very, very good teams coming and uh, hopefully it will take off. You know, as you look down the list of teams, I mean, you know who's obviously going to be in there. Do you, uh, you know, unsolicited, do you have, uh, with no dog in the fight, do you have a, a team that you think is going to fare particularly well? Because I think, you know, look, uh, in a lot of places you have to take into account, is it going to be windy? Is there going to be rain? Uh, how hot is it going to be? You know, something else you have to yeah. take into account when you're in Colorado is the fact that, uh, you know, you're pretty high up in the freaking air. So uh, there's a whole thin air type of a situation. Uh, do you think teams are actively taking that into account as, as how their pits are going to be burning? Yeah, I think they do. But at the same time, um, of the 20, I think there's only probably three, maybe four, that haven't cooked in, uh, you know, in the elevation or higher elevations. So a lot of these teams go to, Frisco, which is 10, you know, 8,000 feet, uh, Alamosa's next weekend, the following weekend, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's Iowa Smoky D's, um, uh, probably, you know, um, a couple of the other ones, Blazing Barbecue, a couple of the others that probably haven't got the high altitude experience. But overall, uh, I've not seen any of them use that as an excuse. Um, you know, they like to, I'm sure the locals like to think it's a hometown advantage, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's a home field advantage at all. Charles Langford is my guest. Uh, we're talking about the Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Championship. Uh, if you're going to be in the area, July 25th and 26th at Coors Field, buy a ticket for the game. You can see the teams being announced on the field Friday night, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, uh, the public's, uh, or the, the people's choice as well. Uh, Charles, really appreciate the time tonight, and uh, good luck to you, and hopefully we can get a recap. All right, we will. All right. Thanks for calling. You got it. There he is, Charles Langford. This has nothing to do with anything except for the fact that his name is Langford, but when I was growing up back in the day, uh, the Urban urban Station in Cleveland, well, it's still the Urban Station in Cleveland, 93.1, there was a guy by the name of uh, Charles L- wait, Langford, the man Stevens. Shout out, Langford. Where are you, man? I'm uh, Charles, the man uh, Langford, the man Stevens. And he had velvet tones, man. Velvet tones. So when I saw Charles Langford's name, I was immediately thought of Langford, the man Stevens, because he's the man. All right, uh, if you're going to be out in the Colorado area, check it out. Sounds like it's going to be fun. Uh, obviously, the first baseball team, Major League Baseball team, that I know that has a active interest in seeing a Invitational Barbecue Championship come together. So that's fun. Support it. Check it out if you're going to be around there. Buy a ticket to a Rockies game. Take in a Major League Baseball game. That's fun. Major League Baseball games are fun. I don't know if you've ever been. You might want to check it out. Uh, we're back with Cheese or Font after this. I'm going to talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show from Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you have been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cookers, then stop here. 
This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why would you buy from any other company? I don't know. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, I don't get into the minutia, but imagine a product that allows you to set your temperature. And once set, keeps it running at that set temperature all the way through the cook. Sounds too good to be true. It's not. This is real life. You can take advantage of this technology today. Now, maybe you are a busy working professional like me, uh, like a number of other people we've had here on this show, like Diva Q. Uh, Or perhaps you are constantly on the run with kids doing errands, and quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around, tend those pit temperatures. I get it. Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs. You're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Barbecue Guru maintains the pit temperature you set it at. Currently, a number of different models to choose from. Two of the most popular right now, if you are uh, somebody that's looking to get meat internal temperatures, multiple cookers, all that good stuff. The CyberQ Wi-Fi sweeping the nation for the last uh, year plus. And now the newly revamped PartyQ, $149 for most cookers. The PartyQ, easiest point of entry for pit temperature control devices. Self-contained package that runs on AA batteries. It can go from cooker to cooker to cooker. It's great. You only have to get that additional... Uh, hookup for the ceramic style cooker maybe ten dollars more so 159 bucks you're kidding the party cube we talked about it with bob trudnack uh, a couple weeks ago if you are in the market for a cooker look no further than the onyx oven it's been winning on competition circuits as well as in the backyards all over the country fully insulated holds a ton of meat accommodates half and full pans for food service and works seamlessly with any of the barbecue guru pit temperature control devices do yourself and me self a favor. Head on over to thebbqguru.com. Check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 800-288-GURU. Thebbqguru.com. We're back with cheese or font right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Let's try this again. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Charles Lankford for joining me, talking about the uh, Colorado Rockies. Invitational Barbecue Championship, July 25th, 26th. What? What are you laughing at? Yeah. Why is that funny? I wish I had another camera. So can... I have the game names. I can't read it. What are you worried about? What do you think I'm going to do? I don't know. Completely ridiculous. All right, uh, folks, if you want to take part in the game tonight, cheese or font, 
Uh, all you have to do is call in 216-220-0966. You could win one bottle of pork juice and a bottle of the new not released yet beef juice. Beef juice will be released on the Sweet Smoke Q website July 31st. All you have to do is... Yeah, that's right. Uh, 216-220-0966. And let me find my music for the show so we can get going. Tracks. Oh, where is... Oh, there he is. All right. Uh, so you call in, and uh, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to say a name. And you're going to tell me if it's a cheese or if it's a font. If you get two out of three right, if you get two out of three right, you can win the Sweet Smoke Q prize pack. Again, a bottle of pork juice and a bottle of the new not-released beef juice. Again, that will be released on Jim's website uh, July 31st. 216-220-0966. It's going to be fun and exciting. You could win free stuff. Who doesn't want to win free stuff? Everybody wants to win free stuff. We have done other games here on the show, like uh, athlete or porn stuff. What the hell is going on over here? Did everybody hear that? Something heavy just dropped in the background. Kids are laughing. Get away. Doing a damn show. Again, 216-220-0966. I'm going to get on Twitter and put the number up. Then you're going to be sorry. I'm going to do it right now. Here we go. 6220-0966. Free stuff. I bet we get something there. What what are you looking at? It's not ringing. All right, uh, 216-220-0966. That's right, Adam Pace. Call for a good time. Is the phone even working? 216-220-0966. You call in. We give away, if you get the cheese or the font correct, a uh, bottle of uh, pork juice and a bottle of the new not-released beef juice. Is it not going in? No. Hold on a second. Maybe that number's. Oh, the hell is that? I'm dialing into my own show. Jim, it might not be you. It could be the, the phone connection for something. Why isn't it ringing through? Hold on a damn minute. 
Oh. Vacations. Advanced. Use Skype. Use Skype to call the link web. Calls. Anyone. Anyone. Show call controls when Skype is in the back. What the hell is that? Well. Right? I got an idea. I'm gonna quit Skype. I quit you, Skype! Unfortunately, I can't give out my cell phone number. That's probably not a good idea. I'm relaunching Skype. Maybe that'll fix itself. La 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 la. Just give me one second here. We're just relaunching. In the meantime, listen to little Milt Buckner, ladies and gentlemen, the bird's nest, robin's nest. Come on, Skype. Launch. Now Skype's not going to work, right? That would be ultimate. All right. Here we go. Let's try it again. 216-220-0966. Let's see if relaunching Skype has fixed the issue. I don't normally like to say issue. Test it myself. Hopefully, I'm hopefully I'm giving you the right number. No. Well, this is troublesome. All right. Well, we can't do it this way. Uh, hmm. No. Oh. How am I going to give it away now? Shysters! Uh, well, let's try it this way. If you call in, I'll call you back. How about that? Ooh, sorry. Here we go. We're going to do it this way. Bet you've never had, an, uh, bet you've never had a radio show call you. To take part in the contest, right? Oh, what? Here we go. Now they're coming through, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, let's go to area code 905, naming where you're calling from. 905, hello. Two, three, and you go. Let's go to area code 904, naming where you're calling from. I'm sorry, this is who? Hey, Greg, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, this is uh, Blake Moody from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Blakester, what's up, brother? What's going on, man? All right, you want to play uh, cheese or font? Let's, let's do it. All right, why not? Uh, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you uh, a name. You're going to tell me if it's a cheese or a font. You have the ability to get two out of three right. You win the Sweet Smoke Q Juice Pack. Are you excited? Oh, hell yeah. All right, I know I am. All right, here we go. Blake, your first name. Danbo. 
cheese or font? Danbo. Danbo. Oh, that's easy, man. That's a font. Oh, no! We suck again! Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Hung up on him. Sorry. Sorry, Blake. I got yelled at this the last time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make the second mistake. Pick up, Blake. Sorry. Pick up. I just hate two callers into your show. Blake. Yeah. Uh, you get two out of three. I was a little preemptive on the strike there. I apologize. Yeah, over one. All right. All right. Over right. one. You have to get the next two correct in a row. Uh, second one. Borsalt. Borsalt. Cheese or font? Oh, that's easy, man. That's a cheese. Correct. That is a cheese. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, next one, you get the Sweet Smoke Q prize pack, and it is Orla. Cheese or font? One more time. Orla. Cheese. Orla? Or- That's a cheese, man. It's got to be a cheese. Oh, no! We suck again! Not preemptive on that one. Good try, Blake. All right, uh, 216-220-0966. That is the uh, way to get in touch with the show. We can play cheese or font. It's going to be fun and exciting. Got a couple minutes left. All right, let's go to uh, area code 440. Name and where you're calling from. Bobby Rempe. Total power. From Cleveland, Ohio. All right. Bobby Rempe is listening to the show. How are you tonight, Bobby? Very good. All right. How are you? Uh, All right. Uh, Bobby, uh, we're going to play cheese or font. Uh Uh-huh. And you have to tell me if it's cheese or font. Okay. You get away. All right. Uh, first word. Carvani. Cheese or font? Cheese. Cheese is correct. All right. Next one, you get all the marbles. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Finbo. Cheese or font? Huh? No. Oh, no! We suck again! All right. And uh, if you get this one right, you win. If not, you lose. Fenwick. Cheese or font? Fenwick. Font. No. Oh, no! My old we daughter can't again. win. All right, 216-220-0966. A couple minutes left. You can win some succulent sweet smoke cube, by the way. One bottle of pork juice and a bottle of the new, not released yet, beef juice. How we doing? A lot of people not getting it in the thing either. Greg's a cheater. If I was a cheater, don't you think I'd let my wife, or my wife, my uh, daughter win? Of course I would. I'm completely unfair. 216-220-0966. couple minutes left. Call in. Have fun. It's fun. 216-220-0966. It's going to be fun and exciting. You get to get on. You could win 
a lot of stuff. All right, let's go uh, area code 905, name and where you're calling from. Hello. Hello. Oh, no. We suck again. Man. Dear Diary, your phone connection sucks. 905, name and where you're calling from. Jason King, Toronto, Canada. Yo, there he is. All right, uh, we're going to play cheese or font to win a bottle of the pork juice and the not-released beef juice. Are you ready to play cheese or font? I can't wait to lose. You can't wait to lose. Now, that's what I like. All right, first one. Here we go. Batang. Batang. Cheese or font? Cheese. No. Font. Oh, no. Oh, man. That's all right. You just have to get the next two correct, and you'll be all right. I'm going to get it. Uh, next one is Big Fish. Cheese or font? Font. Oh, wait. That's right. Big Fish is a font. Very good. Randy, you sound a lot different on the phone. That's what your mom said last night, too. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is the last one for all the marbles. Hominis. Hominis. Cheese or font? Jeez. No, it's a fly. Oh, no! We suck again! Jeez. It's a damn fly on my head. Get away from me, fly. I felt pretty good about that one. You people got to brush up. Cheese or font. All right, we got a couple minutes left. Curse. 216-220-0966. Let's do this thing. Jim Elser wants to give away free stuff. So do I. Cheese or font is the name of the game. You have five seconds to answer. Once I give you the name, you get two or three right. You win a beautiful prize pack, a bottle of pork juice, and the not-released-yet beef juice. And the beef juice will be released on the Sweet Smoke Cube website uh, July 31st. Come on now. Call in. Do it. Let's go, people. Please don't make my uh, don't make my daughter call back in. Anything but that. Alright, we're gonna run out of time, so we're gonna do it a different way. Here we go. You're gonna send me an email over the break. Let me see here. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Uh, we go back to area code 905, naming where you're calling from. Jason King, Toronto. Right. Times two. Jason King version two. Cheese or font, are you ready? No. No, good. Here we go anyway. Um, derby. Cheese or font? Cheese. Derby is a cheese. That is correct. Uh, one more for all the marbles. I'm going to win. Rider. Cheese or font? Font. No. Oh, no. I got, I got more. But you have one more guess left for all the pork and beef juice you can handle. I'm going to get this shit. 
Kavoon. Cheese or font? Font. Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! <laughs> Seventh time's the charm, Jason. That's what I always say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Adam Pace has answered everyone incorrect, by the way, if we're uh, playing at home. All right, uh, Jason, you know the deal. Uh, send me the shipping info and uh, at greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and we will send out the Sweet Smoke Q stuff. It's going to be great. Jim Elser, happy that it actually worked. <laughs> Sorry it took that long, Jim. You know people. You know people, Jim. They're not very bright when it comes to the cheese or the font. I mean, look at this. You see that? Marked off. Marked off. Come on. All right. A uh, public service announcement. To all the barbecue brothers and sisters out there, if you're looking for a succulent timepiece or anything else, Call the Barbecue Jeweler to the Stars and the official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show, Stephen DeFranco, stephendefranco.com. You know, no more crappy ties or action slacks for dad. No more blouses or crappy gift cards for mom because you don't know what to do. Call Steve or his friendly staff, 440-943-2700. If you're not local to Cleveland... Visit the website, Stephen DeFranco. That's D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, StephenDeFranco.com. Approves the inventory. Once you find something that you like, give him a shout. Ask for Steve directly. Tell him you are a barbecue brother or a barbecue sister, and he will give you the real discounted price on especially the new watches. It's not allowed by the manufacturer to show the real discounted price on his website. Of course, uh, with the watches, you get the performance package that includes a one-year extension of the manufacturer's warranty, free engraving, free watch batteries for life, and a free polishing cloth. Hell, they even set the time for you. You're going to get that all shipped to you for free as well. Maybe you are looking to go a little bit more budgetary friendly than that. Maybe diamond earrings, a diamond ring for that special lady or man or whatever you got going. Necklaces, anklets wristlets, artisan wood bowls, you name it, he's got it. 440-943-2700. StephenDeFranco.com. That's StephenDeFranco.com. Again, when you call him, ask for Steve. Tell me your barbecue brother or sister that you listen to the show constantly and you have finally made the jump to give him a call and get in good. I mean, we know somebody in the industry now. Take advantage of that for crying out loud. Don't go to the big box stores anymore. Deal with the snot-nosed punk who bought a suit off the rack and looks like a piece of crap. Forget about it. Just forget it. We don't want to be that person anymore. We want to deal with somebody that is uh, willing and eager to earn our business, not only this time, but for life. Generations. That's what Stephen DeFranco is all about. All right. Uh, We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. I'll be right back. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, Welcome back. Uh, congratulations again to Jason King for winning the Sweet Smoke Q prize pack. SweetSmokeQ.com, a bottle of pork juice and a bottle of the not yet released beef juice. 
The Beef Juice will be released on the website on uh, July 31st. Congratulations to you. Just checking my tweets here to see if anybody even replied back. <laughs> That's right. All right, uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this one up, folks. Uh, all the way back in the first hour, we talked to Mike McLeod about the World Food Championships TV show, some background on KCBS stuff, Nashville being a country music hotbed still, maybe. Uh, then we talked to Danielle Damoski at length about social media, branding, things to do, things not to do, things to take into account if you get famous. Think about it. In the second hour, we talked with Charles Lankford about the Colorado Rockies Invitational Barbecue Contest. That'll be coming up 25th and 26th. That's this weekend. And then we ended it with Cheese or Font Game, sponsored by uh, Jim Elser over at Sweet Smoke Q, SweetSmokeQ.com. Believe it or not, coming up on the 19th, I just wanted to publicize this right now, uh, Reggie Kelly, former NFLer, will be joining us from Kaivan Foods. Great story there, I'm sure. Looking forward to that. August 19th, pre-promotion. Don't forget, all August is the barbecue round table in the second hour. Ribs, chicken, pork, and brisket. I believe brisket is the first thing up, so stay tuned for that. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Till next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now.